Welcome back to Montante's World, episode 82. I haven't done one of these in a while. It's going to be a solo episode. Uh, Sunday night, got a lot of things going on. Really, no sports. The Mets just won uh, 4-1 over the Angels. Got a couple things I want to go over. I wanted to record maybe one of these uh, the nights during the week, but I'm going to be up to 1 a.m., something kind of late today, when, you know, past 9 a.m., which is late for me. Uh, I know myself. I can tell this is going to be one of those nights where you go to bed at 2, wake up at 5, and you're miserable the entire Monday. So you know what? Might as well get something out of it. Um, so we'll, we'll get into a lot of things, a lot of politics-based things. And I would say, you know, if you're not here for politics, um, you know, you might want to tune out. But listen, if you're here, listen to Montalto's World, you're here for politics. And uh, you already know that we keep it a little slanted towards the right. So thank you for joining again. Let's get into it. So this past week, um, I ended my work week in Massachusetts, uh, sleeping on a futon of a, a minifan and for what it's worth, the futon was that uh, built for a child. So that's okay. That's fine. Listen, beggars can't be choosers. I appreciate the uh, the nice deed, you know, alone by itself that let me stay there. Um, did not sleep well. But you know what? It is. You can't blame that. And you know what? I, I actually didn't. It's really not the futon's fault. Um, I, I was battling a little a little cold, a little cold. Um, I'm going diagno- to diagnose it a cold. I've had colds my whole life. The symptoms start off the same, uh, you know, sore throat. And for me, if it's uh, the throat is still sore the third day, I may have strep throat. But usually around hour 36 to 48, I'm going to wake up the next day and we're going to have full-blown cold. So I, I felt the cold coming on. I knew I was going to record with Kirk on Thursday. I felt this cold coming on uh, Monday morning of that week. Naturally, that's how it goes. Had a long weekend, a lot of boozing, a lot of this, a lot of that. So it was standard procedure. But as my Monday went on, my the hangover went away and the cold symptoms kind of amped up. I said, oh, shit, oh, shit. You know, we, we get a lot of these. If you if you kind of go three or four days in a row and you do that, you know, maybe two, three weeks in a row, your body's just going to fucking give up on you and just kind of give you a little warning sign. Hey, listen, man, take it fucking easy. You know, we're, we're battling six fronts here. You're fat. You got addictions and now you're not sleeping and all you're doing is drinking, eating unhealthy. Like, give us a break. You're going to get a cold. So I got a cold, um, but really bad timing. Wedding on Friday, Kirk Thursday. Um, so Tuesday and Wednesday, I just fucking was just downing myself in water. Just eight to 12 bottles of water a day, uh, wearing multiple layers, going to the gym eating vitamins, don't know what I was doing. I was just eating random vitamins and then uh, hopes to get better. Um, left Wednesday after work to drive, uh, to make the four-hour drive um, with traffic five and a half to Massachusetts from my office, straight from the office. Felt like dog shit. And honestly, um, I didn't think I was going to be able to really even come close to doing the show Thursday morning because as I was driving to Massachusetts Wednesday, I think I just completed my second box of tissue in 24 hours um i couldn't it's one of those colds um where you just kind of really are thankful for the three minutes where you don't have to reach for a tissue but you just get used to it it's gross you feel gross your mind's in a fog and i was like man if i'm gonna be sniveling and you know drooling on myself in front of kirk that's you know it's it's not good but you know what you can't you can't pass it up because that opportunity won't come up again. So you just make the drive. You hope that you get better. And I don't know. There might be something to it. I went out the, with a couple of the guys, a couple of the Portuguese boys, and I watched the uh, the Celtics um, game three. Unfortunately, the Celtics won. 
But I drank. Uh, I mean, blow, I was still blowing my nose. I felt like dog shit, but I pretended that I was fine because I was around good people, people that I like, maybe six, seven, eight, um, Jack and Cokes. Maybe it did away with uh, the cold because I woke up the next morning after sleeping, like I said, a few hours. I felt semi-human. Um, took a half Adderall to kind of maybe feel a little more human. But as far as the cold went, if you lift his back, I was definitely congested. But no, I felt I felt okay. I, I felt so it was a kind of a miraculous 24 hour turnaround. Um, but yeah, so I, I got there. Um, it was definitely cool. Uh, it was it was more than I thought it would be. Uh, it's funny. I got there pretty quickly. Uh, so I, I heard about the traffic and you don't want to you never want to be late. And re- listen, I always tell people in life, you can't control much. You really can't. You could be driving down the road, seatbelt through in the speed limit. And all it takes is some little, you know, scumbag 18-year-old who, who had the license for just over a year. They'll be texting and driving. They may be looking at TikToks. They can come over your lane and kill you. You can't control that. You could be walking your dog down the street and, a, you know, a thing of lightning from half a mile away comes and zaps you. That's a, a you know, that's a, right there. That's just a fucking drone strike from God. You can't control that. But what you can control in life is being on time. One of the very few things you can control. So... Uh, I plugged in from where I was staying to the studio, said 32 minutes. Now, I've heard from people, listen, you know, double that. Uh, you're going to have traffic, be there at 9.15. I left at 7, just just because, you know, shit happens, accidents. A lot of shit can happen, and I don't want to be late to that. I don't relate to anything. So I left, and I'll tell you what, something about that, maybe just that part of Massachusetts, there was fucking the, the, the walk to, to, to school for these kids. I've never seen more crossing guards in my life. Every 15 feet, I saw a fucking crossing guard. It was unbelievable. When I walked to school, and I walked to school, humble brag, from kindergarten to when I got my license, one crossing guard each way. You know, different cross, a couple routes you could take to school. Always one crossing guard. These fucking kids, every 15 feet, crossing guard, crossing guard, crossing guard. At some point, kids, you got to figure it out a little bit. Give the kids an assistance, maybe at a busy light. But let these fucking little idiots figure it out. And it was downpouring. And these crossing guards were out there. The kids were tracking the school. But I got to the studio on good time. Uh, Colnane, Justin. <coughs> you know, funny. Just like the show says, uh, you know, they, they were good. But, you know, a little, little pre-talk uh, before the show. But you could tell as soon as, you know, Kirk walks in, everybody turns the stone. Straight face, look down like you're busy. It, it was very that 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 part of it alone was a little strange, and um, I, I I could definitely tell soon as you walked in. I, you know, I understand that you know, listen to the show that he just wants to sit down, record, and get out like he doesn't know anybody. I can't help it. I I think it was kind of like a I don't know if it's a nervous tick or just uh something I just do naturally. I said, hey, how you doing? And he fucking starts off the show. Hey, uh, Justin, how you doing? Hey, Conan, how you doing? And right then and there, like, oh, fuck. He's mocking me, but, you know, it is what it is. I, I understand. So the premise that he doesn't want to talk to anybody, I guess I didn't take it that literally. I guess it is that literal. He didn't want to talk to nobody. But I had a great time. Um, it was kind of cool to be behind the scenes of a podcast and listen to daily. So I'll look forward to uh, whoever else is going in there next. They're definitely going to enjoy it and hope uh, they soak it up and, and do a great job because it definitely uh, was something. <laughs> that I'll consider to knock off the uh, the old bucket list. Well, let's get into some some fun, fun, fun politics. So we're gonna head down to beautiful Washington D.C., the nation's capital, 
um, an absolute cesspool and everything that is wrong with this country. You can find it right in our capital. That is Washington, D.C. I want to go to uh, no longer the football team. Definitely not the Redskins. God, I might have to bleep that sucker out. Um, I think they're the, the Guardians of the Cleveland baseball team. Um, the, the the Aviators. Whoever 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 Washington football team is now, whoever they are now, they have a defensive coordinator, one of the best D coordinators in the league, uh, Jack Del Rio. We kind of touched on it briefly on Kirk. They really didn't get to it too much, but he, he had a comment that I think a majority of the country not only agree with, but even if you didn't agree with him, politically you would hear his statement kind of be like okay yeah like no that that makes sense like i don't get maybe i don't get some of his uh you know verbiage here i don't get why he felt the need to say it but when it comes to an overall statement uh i definitely get what he's saying so let's hear the first statement first and then we'll get into the aftermath yeah no problem at any time but uh but they're not i'm just expressing myself and uh i think we all as americans have the right to express ourselves, especially if you're being respectful. I'm being respectful. I just asked a simple question, really. Did I? Let's get right down to it. What did I ask? A simple question. Why are we not looking into those things? If we're going to talk so about it, when he's talking about those things, he's uh, some some reporter baited him into talking about uh, the January sixth. Um, show broadway that is going to be on our, our you know tvs this past week and upcoming week you know what do you think about this and he's getting into the george floyd um peaceful you know peaceful protest quote unquote and the aftermath of the, the george floyd um tobacco so he got baited into this whoever asked him this question was obviously politically motivated they were looking for an answer just like this and i heard it first and i thought it seemed harmless but listen to the rest of the answer and see how he ended up getting fucking just eaten alive why are we not looking into those things because it's kind of hard for me to say I can realistically look at it. I see the images on TV. People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burned down. No problem. And then we have a dust up at the Capitol. Well, there's no, nothing burned down. So that's and that right there. That right there. I don't mean to be annoying to do that. Um, that right there is what got him in a, a lot of you know hot water. Right there is the dust up at the Capitol. Now we all know what happened at the Capitol. Um, no one's really proud of it. Um, it was, we're going to get a lot. We're going to get into it a lot. I think the January 6th Capitol and then, you know, uh, the Capitol committee and the, the, the shit that we're seeing. So that right there was a poor choice of words. Like I listen, I agree with everything he's saying. I understand the sentiment and it was, it was a poor choice of words, but at its core, I know exactly what he's saying and he's not wrong, but that's, listen, all you gotta do is give these vultures an inch to, uh, you know, to, to take advantage of you on, and that's what they're going to do. So let's finish out the statement. But that right there, that was what got him in trouble. We're going to make that a major deal. I just think it's kind of two standards. And if we apply the same standard and we're going to be reasonable with each other, let's have a discussion. That's all it was. Let's have a discussion. We're Americans. Let's talk it through. I'm for, I'm for us, you know, having a great opportunity to have a fulfilled life. Uh, like I said, every way, every which way I can, when I'm here, it's about love and respect. And that right there is uh, now one of the things that goes overlooked because obviously uh, the media and everybody's going to look for the trigger words and just focus on that. But the biggest thing he says here, and it, it's really um, kind of underlooked in the whole environment, in the landscape that we find ourselves in politically, 
um, is let's have a discussion. He says that a couple times. Let's have a discussion. He presents, this is my opinion. I'm going to use a couple maybe poor choice words while doing it. Well, really just one, I guess. Uh, but let's have this discussion, right? And, and normally, we should be able to do that. Freedom of speech really is built around that. Let's have a discussion. Well, you're allowed to say whatever you want, and you're allowed to disagree with people. But at the end of the day, let's be respectful. Let's come to a conclusion after we have a respectful discussion about something. But we don't do that anymore. No, 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 no. White Republican, go to fucking hell. I don't want to hear your opinion. As a matter of fact, not only do I want to not hear your opinion on this, if you're not saying anything other than you should be apologizing for even voting for Trump and January 6th was the worst day since 9-11, I don't want to hear anything different. I don't want to hear your fucking opinion. That's the exact opposite of what he's asking for. He wants a discussion. This country right now, this climate, we don't want discussion. I do. They don't. The people in power, I'm not talking about Bill Gates. He might have his role in this. Bitch, tits, Bill and all. He might have a role in this. But the overall people, they don't want to have a discussion. No one wants to have a discussion. These professors, ask Matt Walsh. Does this country want to have a discussion? He's asking motherfuckers, what's a woman? They don't want to have that discussion. There is no discussion. There's a talking point. And there are facts. Facts don't matter. It's all about the talking point. It's all about a narrative. And what pissed me off about Del Rio wasn't his comments, wasn't his one poor choice of words calling it a dust-up, was the next day to have the lack of self-awareness to realize, listen, I said something, right? I want to have a discussion. He knows the country's not ready for this. For whatever, not even not ready for this. They are ready for it. They choose to not do this. He knows that. And he gets on a soapbox the next day and goes, hey, I'm sorry. That was a poor choice of words. I'm sorry for saying that. Hey, asshole. You said what you said. Motherfucker, you were right. Your apology is not going to make the people who are already written the, writing the hit pieces on you, <clears throat> it's not going to make them go, oh, you know what? Hey, I see Del Rio apologized. Yeah, maybe we should have a discussion about this. That was, I respect his original opinion. I respect that he apologized. This is, you know, this is a pretty in-depth conversation. No, eh, they're not going to give a fuck. And it's going to just completely just wipe away any original statement you had because you really felt strongly about it, which you probably do. You don't apologize because you said what you said, and now we're ready for the discussion. So he's 0 for 2 on that. He fucked up bigly right there, and look where we are today. Wouldn't you know it? He's getting fined $100,000 by the Washington, whoever, whoever. Well, it's not the Redskins. The, I think they're the Guardians. By the, 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 no, 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 no. Just came to me. The Washington Commanders. And what's really great about the Washington Commanders is their ownership. Uh, you know, Bill Snyder, all-time scumbag. I think he's a noted, you know, pretty far right-wing guy. Just an absolute dirtbag. Uh, I think his billions came from, family fortune came from FedEx. Uh, they were FedEx Field for a while. Just think he's just known as a you know, bad football owner. Um, kind of, He's not a full-blown Jerry Jones where he's kind of doing everything and treating it like we all probably would. Listen, at the end of the day, we all on the football team. We'd be doing what Jerry Jones is doing. So I don't think he's fully doing that. Not he's has his hands in a little too much on um and when it comes to cheerleading, his hands are in a little too much. But when it comes to personnel decisions, it's he's a little too hands on. He doesn't really know what the fuck's going on, and he just comes off as an absolute prick. Um, so he's the last one to kind of really judge anybody. But just feeling kind of the the heat of the current climate, he been he you know he kind of gives into it. 
and finds this man. So, really, if you're a Del Rio, dude, you know what? I feel bad for you. I do. But have the self-awareness. Fucking stick by your original comments. Everyone was on your side. The truth was on your side. And and here we are. You're getting fined $100,000 and uh, by, by an organization that just had to change their name because it was too insensitive. Uh, by an organization that has been under uh, the scope of an investigation by not only the NFL, but now the FBI for, you know, whether it's, I think it's like inappropriate or sneaky pictures taken in the locker room of cheerleaders or sexual misconduct of cheerleaders. Um, something gross. I think this is actually how my boy Gruden got caught was uh, through this investigation. So just a scumbag organization. Uh, and this guy is now the some the same scumbag organization is going to find this guy a hundred thousand dollars for speaking the truth. Um, yeah, it, it's sick. But listen, sadly, this is a perfect encapsulation of where we are. This is exactly what is wrong with this country. And you know what, Del Rio? Thank you for being honest, but you're a fucking idiot for apologizing. I hope you learned your lesson. You're probably sixty two years old, so don't ever do this one again. But I got news for you. If he loses his job, which he should, if I were him, I would step down. I'm not paying, you know, 10% of my salary over a comment that's not only factual, but even it's not factual. It's not inflammatory. Okay. And we still have freedom of speech. And I know it's a private, a private company, private organization. So they can honestly can do whatever they want. And that's one of the big right wing talking points. But he, he didn't say anything that was even close to, I think, problematic. He was baited into it. But you know what? If you're just going to have 10% of your salary just taken away over a fucking comment, take a step back. Now, the only bad thing here is if he resigns and he has this on his mark, it's going to take a couple of years for him to get hired again. They don't care about his resume. They don't care that he's been a you know, pretty decent head football coach. They don't care that he's a brilliant defensive mind. This is going to be looming over his head. And in the current climate we're in, they'd rather have, you know, uh, someone based off their skin color with no resume than this guy who's a right, you know, right wing Republican guy with white skin with a great resume who's well overqualified for a job because uh, he said some comments like this. So I guess it, I understand he's he's walking, you know, he's walking on eggshells here. But Del Rio, I mean, have some self-respect. Step down from this fucking organization. Take a couple years off. Sue these fucking cocksuckers for everything that. That that you know you, you should get. If they sue you for a hundred thousand, ask for ten million. Defamation of character. Um, sorry for calling people cocksuckers during Pride Month. I say that as someone who's annoying. Nothing to do with uh, the art of cocksucking itself. But I digress. Let's get into the next thing. All right, so let's pivot from um, maybe an off-color term nowadays of calling people cocksuckers when you don't like them. An awkward apology because it is Pride Month. Let's pivot to uh, the Biebs. All right. Now, the Bieber um, has had a little bit of a, an awkward situation because, I believe it or not, I'm not a, I'm not a liberal. Um, I don't like seeing people that um, do things in the past I don't agree with. I don't want to see them suffer. I don't want to see them get sick. I don't want to see them struggle or kind of lose the ability to do what makes them money, what makes them a career. That's what separates uh, a normal person from a from a far far left wing uh, liberal, so he's been in the news recently, sadly for for bad news. He's um, developed to me. It looks like Bell palsy, and believe me, I'm far from a doctor. Um, I revealed today on uh, the show with Adam and Ned Snark that I've read uh, under two books in my entire lifetime. The two books I did read were Captain Underpants. So take take this with a grain of salt. But to me, it looks like he has Bell palsy. But let's get into what is holding him back. Um, from the current tour that he was supposed to be on. 
Hey everyone, um, Justin here. Uh, I wanted to update you guys on what's been going on. Um, obviously, as you can probably see from my face, um, I have uh, this syndrome called uh, um, Ramsey Hunt syndrome. And it is from this virus that um, attacks the nerve in my ear, in my facial nerves, and has caused my face to have paralysis. As you can see, this eye is not blinking. I can't smile on this side of my face. This nostril will not move. It's a sad video to watch, uh, for sure. But you know what? I, I I hope he gets better. But you know what? Let's 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 just be honest about this. Let's not pretend like, oh, how did this happen? And, you know, it's it's so sad. Now it is sad. But we, I think we, I can't say this definitively. Like I said, two books in my life, two Captain Underpants. But we know why this has happened. There's a reason why when these vaccines came out. You couldn't sue them when they tried to cover up the uh, the data and their their case studies. We know this. We know this. There have been so many. Well, that's weird. Situations the last two years after these vaccines have been a either mandated in a lot of places. By the way, Justin, you mandated this vaccine for your for your fans, for your consumers to enter your concert. Now, I'm not saying I'm glad this has happened to you. This is a fucking disgrace. But people, let's wake up. How many of these fucking bizarro, there used to be isolated you know, situations where it was easy to dismiss. You can't dismiss this at this point. Every other week, we have somebody. By the way, these situations are happening all across the world, especially in America, where we really put this, made this junk mandatory. Where people got fucking three, four fucking shots. Like they're at the bar on a fucking Saturday night and they're still getting COVID. They're still fucked up from COVID. Oftentimes worse than somebody who's not vaccinated. And these stories are happening in the mainstream news, which really means it's happening to all of us. If there's so many people that are notable names with these bizarro stories happening, think what's happening to people that would not make the news. Let's just be honest about it. This is, this is... This is not good. This is scary. And as we talk about this, last week, somehow, the scumbag FDA got it approved for children under the age of five years. If you are a parent giving this vaccine, this filth, to your newborn baby, I mean, good God almighty. Good Lord. You need therapeutic treatment. And I don't even know if therapy could save you at this point. Now, I got news for you. Just saying this alone, uh, you know, the they have algorithms out there. Look at my podcast episodes in the past. There'll be a fucking red check mark uh, giving you data on the vaccine, why it's so safe, this, that, the other. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck that vaccine and fuck everybody who forced this on people. You want to keep your job? You want to go to school? You got to get this. And after you get it, you're going to have to get the booster. What has it done? Here we are in June. What has this thing done? Ask Bieber what it's done.
This is fucking a atrocity. And it's still going. These people don't give a fuck. They pretend like the vaccine works and they're going to keep going because you know what this vaccine's about? It's about power. So put the fucking warning sign next to this show. I don't care. Everybody, use your eyes, look around, and when they try to force this bullshit come the fall, well, hey, you need to be, you need to have five shots to come back to work. Hey, you want to come in here? Hey, you're going to have to have a mask and you're going to have to show your digital passport. No, 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 no. Montata, you thought I was crazy six months ago. Now we have a little more of a, uh, of, of evidence in front of us. We've had time go by. Maybe I'm not that crazy. Maybe you morons are crazy. Listen to me on this. I understand. Two books, Catherine Depends. I get that. But this vaccine stinks. It's dangerous. And the people pushing it are all about power. Billy Gates, yup, involved. All right, let's leave one topic where I'm, uh, Getting a little heated, and we'll get into a, a fun one. Uh, let's take ourselves back a few years ago. I'm born January 9th. Let's go back to January 6th, um, a few years back. What a fun day that was, huh? So if you have forgotten about it, good news. Um, the media, uh, a lot of politicians, news stations, they're here to tell you about it. Um, they're really making this thing like a goddamn Broadway play. Um, the first week was not good enough for prime time of it. Uh, where they're showing selective clips. Uh, they're going to drag it out a second week. And now, let's just be honest about January 6th. January 6th was an embarrassing day for this country. It was a dark day in this country's past. It was. Uh, we're not going to deny it. Now, when you have uh, liberals and Liz Cheney saying, hey, listen, this is one of the darkest days in this country's past. You know, some people getting really extreme saying this was the worst day um, in this country's history. This is worse than 9-11. Okay, if anyone that says that, you should never vote for them. Um, you shouldn't wave to them when you see them in the streets. Uh, you know, you're walking past them uh, while grocery shopping, maybe bump bump your cart into their fucking uh, Achilles. You know, these, these are low-life people. These are scumbags. These are people you really should not be um, listening to on anything, especially when it comes to uh, decisions that are very impactful. So fuck those people. Uh, but January 6th, it was bad. We, we all saw it happen live. But let's just be honest. What really happened? Um, on this day so the election was stolen that's a fact give me a second fucking red red signal sign to really don't listen to my, my to, to my stuff because i'm crazy the, the election was stolen the vaccine stinks okay those are two things right that'll get canceled the election was stolen so trump um i think they had uh enough enough you know preliminary evidence to kind of make the american public go hmm that's interesting because we all want to I didn't go to bed that night, but a lot of people went to bed that night going, huh, deja vu. We did it again. I stayed up, and when we saw all those those cities um, pause at one time, say, hey, we, we have some something coming in here. Uh, we, some, we still have more data. We can't call this. And then we saw the odds in Vegas shift drastically. That's, that's some shady shit. That's some shady shit right there. There ain't no way around it, right? So... They were gonna they had enough evidence to kind of bring uh, enough shady shit up to where you know people are. Right, let's let's put put this thing on hold. Let's reconvene. Let's go over this. What's actually going on? So Trump to bring attention to it said, "Hey, we're gonna you know we're gonna hold a, a mega rally. Um, something's going on." And he he prefaced this by saying, "Be peaceful. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you gotta be you gotta be respectful. You gotta you gotta follow the law." But let your voices be heard in a peaceful protest. And then when you saw the numbers coming in, you were going to have 
anti-Trump uh, fans, anti, you know, anti-establishment people come in. And anytime they're going to come in, they're going to clash with the people who are there for a good purpose. So that that alone right there, bringing the National Guard, you know, they, they come in for, listen, the National Guard was in D.C. after uh, Biden was there for fucking six months. So don't tell me you can't just willy-nilly bring those motherfuckers around because you can't. So he requested them, eh, shot down by libs, shot down immediately, um, which right there, red flag number one. I mean, that's suspicious. Let's just let's just be honest about it. Liberal, Republican, I don't care. That's suspicious. You're gonna have an event on a, on a day that's pretty important in, in American politics. You're gonna ha- you're gonna have an event that big. We're gonna deny that. You're just gonna rely on the Capitol Police. Okay, that's that's just very poor oversight. Unless this was done intentionally, which we all know it was. So you can't tell me we have more camera crews there than Capitol Police to get every angle of this. Now, if you are in the business of making Trump and especially Republicans and God-fearing good Americans look bad, you're going to have a perfect opportunity here. This is the Super Bowl of an opportunity to make them look bad. And have millions and millions of Americans come there naturally uh, because they think the election was stolen. So right, right down there, you're going to have um, the people that you want to exploit. You're going to have the people that you want to make the boogeyman. They're going to be there. And I got news for you. When you have numbers like that, you don't need a majority to hammer home your point. You need a small minority that get captured in the right light to to control the narrative, and that's what we had. So we've all seen the images and the videos of the Capitol Police, you know, not literally, literally removing barricades, inviting people in. Now I got news for you: if you're dumb enough to trespass on the Capitol, you know, ah, I can't help you here. As I've said, noted two book reader here, two two Captain Underpants books, not the brightest. I'm not doing what they're doing, right? But people took the bait. Now the bait, you go fishing, you go chumming in the river. Now there could be thousands of fish around. Majority of the fish are not going to bite on that hook, but all you need is a couple fish to bite on the hook to have dinner that night, and that's what happened. They had you know, well well known. Uh, FBI informants was that fucking tall guy with the red hat. Let's go storm the Capitol. We've seen the we've seen the videos of him. People are looking at this motherfucker like, <clears throat> you're right, dude. Like we're not doing that. That guy is literally in multiple videos. I don't know the name of this guy. We're going off the top of the head here. I I can post it if people say, hey Mike, what the fuck are you talking about? I will post links under the show when I when I release it. But this known agitator, a well-paid government agitator, he's there. Now, if you think the government is not, you know, is is not beneath doing this exact event, but I'm, you know, explaining to you, just let's just go back, um, same year to uh, Miss Whitmer of Michigan. She was almost kidnapped and assassinated by far-right-wing militia. Only issue with that. That thing was thrown away because 70% of the people in this were government informants. Not Actually, my apologies. That was a fraudulent slip. They weren't even government informants. They were straight up members of the FBI. That's my apology. 
that was a little whoopsies. Gave gave them a little too much credit. No, that was straight up FBI. So if the FBI is going to be doing that, you think they're going to have no involvement after they shut down the National Guard request of the president? You think they're going to have no involvement on January 6th? So it, was, it ended up being a disgusting day for this country, but they got the footage they needed. Anytime you have enough people kind of going in there, you know, as their paid duty, as leading the narrative, you're going to have followers in life. There, you're always going to have followers in life. You had people just following in there, and they're not going in there with with, you know, with guns. They're not going there and looting like this is uh, George, you know, uh, you know, a Floyd, you know, 100% off sale. They're not doing that. They're just, they're just fucking stupid people getting caught up in a moment, and that's all this government needed to, to fucking two years later. We're still having specials on it because it's all about the narrative. January 6th was a disgusting day. The FBI has their paws all over it. The, the news networks fucking love it. And it still, to this day, perpetuates their narrative that Trump was the bad guy. The government was almost overthrown. Well, no guns, by the way. No guns. If I was going to overthrow anything, I'd probably bring a gun. If I was going to overthrow the government, I would bring a lot of guns and a lot of people with a lot of guns. So let's take a step back. I know you see the theatrics. It's not good. I comprehend that. But why did this happen? Why did they turn down the National Guard? It's pretty fucking obvious. Just take a step back, look at it, and then if you don't believe me, go look at like that, like Mrs. Del Rio said, what happened to the aftermath of George Floyd. It, it's it's really that transparent, but uh, let's wrap this sucker up. So last week, uh, I think the what? Should keep track out there? 73rd show I've done with uh, Jeff Nadu. We we touched on the what was going on in uh, Texas, the travesties going on with the children drag shows. And my boy AJ, Alex Jones, one of the best, talked about being persecuted previously, right, with the people going on January 6th. My boy AJ, he got one thing insanely wrong, uh, the Sandy Hook shooting. Uh, he's owned up to it. He's apologized. But AJ is hitting at a rate. Oh, listen, if Major League Hall of Famers are getting in, for hitting, you know, three out of ten times to get up, they're getting a hit. They're hitting three hundred. AJ's hitting eight hundred percent. This guy is Barry Bonds, a steroided up Barry Bonds on steroids, on steroids, on steroids with a T. He is getting things right at a clip that you just can't ignore. Let's listen to uh, AJ talk about. Um, I think this is six years ago. Talk about um, what was going to happen with these child. Uh, Sex parades, sex tranny story times. I know how to, whatever it is, it's fucking weird. Let's, let's listen to AJ. Ball to destroy any semblance of normality, any semblance of basic human biology that you see in the bees and you see in the birds. Imagine if somebody in a demon outfit showed up next to a baby, a baby giraffe and said, hi, I'm a demon. Uh, be inclusive. Don't be mean to me. Let me wear demon horns and come up and look like a complete alien from another planet. Let a space alien, and by the way, this is a program. They dress up like space aliens all over the United States and all over the world, I told you, in horrible demon psychopath outfits that make Pennywise look beautiful. And they show up and they have their way with your children in demon outfits. I mean, if you... So that's pretty, that's pretty much it. He throws a chair at the end. By the way, what a callback by AJ. Please... <laughs> Uh, uh, the Pennywise comment was hilarious. Um, no, he was right. This is fucking five, six years ago. And listen, um, yeah, 
it, it really is. If you just take us, people, the, 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 the easiest approach to take to these issues is, listen, my kid's never seen that. I haven't seen that personally. I don't know, man. It doesn't affect me. Yeah, if you say that, I agree. But I got news for you. You're the problem. You're the problem. Right? Because eventually it is going to affect you. So instead of keeping your fucking mouth shut and biting your tongue, call a spade a spade. That's weird. That will always be weird. And if you don't think it's weird and you're some, you know, super ally of the LGBTQ plus A, listen. Okay, what if a what if a little child went to a normal strip club? Call Mike. I couldn't go to a strip club when I was eighteen. Why would I send a child there? Okay, exactly. You wouldn't. Don't sexualize kids in any way. That's that's where that you know, that should be a bipartisan issue. There's not a single person on this earth that should be okay with subjecting kids to that fucking nonsense it's perverse and for the normal which i think are a majority of this community lgbtq plus a whatever you guys are stand up enough enough don't let the freaks run the run the uh you know run the run the narrative control the narrative shoot them down there's got to be a sanctity about being a child and protecting the kids kids shouldn't know about politics they should not know about sexuality and this shit going on is perverse and it must end shout out to alex jones for being right for i don't know the gazillionth time now if you ask yourself you know kind of full full circle of this episode you know why are we being lied to why is january 6th still happening you know what's what's kind of the uh what's kind of the overall message why are they doing this um it's pretty pretty obvious um Take politics aside. Take 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 elect, you know electronics that aside. Take out social media and just go try to fucking live your life. Go fuel up all time all time high nationwide five dollars a gallon. Go 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 do anything. Everything is so fucking expensive. So why why are they doing this? It's all about controlling a narrative. They're 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 showing you a carrot in their left in their left hand. Meanwhile, in the right hand, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. They think. That the American people are that fucking stupid where they can do this. Now, I, I'm i pretty pessimistic when it comes to politics. Uh, I saw an election get stolen. Um, I've seen people, you know, we live in a dumb country. A lot of people are, for the most part, are smart. But these, these the people that control the elections, you know, these big cities are just so brainwashed. They're so, they're so removed from God. They're so fucking stupid at the end of the day that they control it. It's kind of disheartening. But I don't think they can hide what's going on. I don't care how much you hated Trump. This shit is affecting everybody. The price of food. The price of gas. I don't care. Do your January 6th thing. Right? Go ahead. Try to deflect from the truth. But at the end of the day, things are bad. And they're trying to they're trying to mask it by doing this nonsense. I mean, just look. What's going well the last two years? What? The world's going to hell in a handbasket when it comes to when it comes to fucking we got we got Europe on fire, NATO they're begging for us to get involved with that. You know, NATO Poland's all all all, all on alarm. Finland's about to join. I mean, the whole Ukraine thing's a fucking disaster. Instead of looking for peace there, we're we're sending gazillions of dollars over there. So we're wasting our tax dollars, getting them killed uh, over what? Really over what? Who gives a fuck about Ukraine? 
Seriously, we have so much issues here. We should care about Ukraine finding peace. If they had to give up a third of their country. By the way, if you understand how big Ukraine is, it's unbelievable. I'm pretty positive. I saw a stat. Now, I'm not no, I'm not a thousand percent. That's why I said pretty positive. Check the tape. I think Ukraine's bigger than Germany. Ukraine's a big fucking I would rather there be no war in Ukraine, give up a piece of land, and find peace than continue to fucking send over our taxpaying dollars, let Ukrainians die, warriors, and their own people, let Russian people die, and have the world on the verge of World War III. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. But we don't even talk about that. We send more arms. We keep getting more aggressive. The sanctions aren't working. The ruble is worth more than ever. It's a fucking disaster. So they're trying to control the narrative with, with with classic tactics. It's all about emotion, emotion, emotion. Hey, January 6th, the worst day in American history. Remember that? And the average American now just be like, um, I used to think so, but you know what's even worse than no one dying, other than Ashley Babbitt, rest in peace, is me not being able to really save money anymore. Uh, my 401k is getting killed. Crypto kind of stinks now. And gas is really high. Oh, and by the way, uh, my rent's like almost doubled. So I don't really care about January 6th anymore. So they're just trying to just give, you know, divert the attention. Americans, listen, the Americans are that stupid. And they go around in November. I think liberals are going to be so disheartened that they're not going to vote overall, which, which I'm fine with. You don't have to vote for us. Just stay your fucking ass at home. Stay the fuck at home. But if they win again, given everything that's been going on, I mean, I, I, I'm i a degenerate gambler. I could find glass half full in anything because you have to sometimes. I'll lose 10 bets in a row and go, hey, listen, at least let's look at my health. Do I? I'm fucking 5'10", 246. Do I have my health? I'll tell myself I do. I'm glass half full. But if we can't win after the last two years of what's going on, I got no idea. That's a solo Montante's world. That's a, that's a wrap up. But um, I think things from here uh, will be on the up and up when it comes to politics. I think uh, gas by September 1st, I think nationally we're we'll hovering around $6 a gallon. Um, Inflation is going to continue to go up. Uh, World War three will be continue to ramp up. Um, but when it comes to politics, I think that will be the one maybe blip that could be positive because uh, we vote these fucking scumbags out. We start taking control. America first. America can, America first really will. You will see a um, positive thing in your wallet. And uh, even even nationwide, like Republicans will not be sending this money to Ukraine. Uh, we need we need peace through stability. And I, Trump, as crazy as it sounds, gave us that. Um, there's there's nothing good going on right now uh, in the world or in this in this in this country. But I'm now rambling. I'm trying to do two things at once. Uh, I had the Mets winning, and I just I just looking at my old bets, and I think I had a I need a Mark Canha RBI. I'm trying to multitask and see if he got it. He did not, so I lost my bet. I haven't won a bet since Friday night. But anyway, that's the episode. I'm rambling for uh, about a minute. I guess you could make an uh, an argument I was rambling the whole time. But I will see you guys later this week.